Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. All right, buddy. Uh, The only win that we have on the season is against the football team from Washington. I promise I will do all I can to say it. Thank you. I will do all I can to say it correctly tonight. And uh, that's our only win. And we play them this week. Your thoughts? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so it could be our, our next win, right? <laughs> yep. Um, but we'll see. You know, look, we'll see. They were fortunate to beat them last time. I mean, let's face it, right? I mean, yeah. two-point conversion away from losing. Mm. But the way the Giants, you know, are really battling and playing against the against these teams, teams that should be whipping up on them, yeah. um, you can see the Giants taking care of business Sunday. I don't think there's any question about that. Now, Washington, you know, they're feeling pretty good about themselves, too, you know. Even though it was Andy Dalton, and then they knocked him out, and it was Danucci, but they whipped up on the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they did. They beat the crap out of them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people actually said, including myself, it looks like the Cowboys are throwing a towel in, right? Yeah, yeah they did. So, um, you know, Washington's going to feel good about themselves. They're looking at the Giants, like, okay, we owe them a little payback. We could, we should have beat them a couple of weeks ago, you know? Yeah. And it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, definitely. Um, same old story, right, Jerry? I mean, Jones has got to stop turning the ball over. If he doesn't turn the ball over, Jones, I think he's a very Chris, good your, your film work, again, um, I, I know people love it, but I'll say it. It needs to be commended more. Um, you break it down to it in a way that is is fun to watch, and, it, and it's in layman's terms, too. Um, and you showed a couple of good ones with Jones, and, you know, you get, you get the detractors who will write back, well, how do you know that was the play? And, and that's fine. That's what it's all about. No, As long as no one's nasty, like, okay, fine. But I, I thought you showed, um, I forget which one it was, but uh, he's very hesitant. And as you see mm-hmm. Shepard open, you see Tate open. Oh, that was the one, that was the third and, uh, and eight. Right, yeah. Slate and open. And it's like, oh, why do you check down, you know? And yeah. you just hope that he's not getting into that habit. That's all. And Jerry, I got to be honest with you, dude. Yeah. I could have put two more on there mm-hmm. that showed Golden Tate wide open. Right. And I just didn't, I don't like to pile on. Okay? No, I, and uh, I think that's smart, Chris. I, I think that's a people good People don't like, you know, right. people don't like, all right, Chris, enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, but I got to be honest with you, Jerry. Mm-hmm. There was two more that I was so close to putting on Twitter and I was going to put another missed opportunity, you know, but I said, <laughs> you know what? I think everybody's getting the point. Okay, the kid's not seen the whole field. He's missing some chances, right? Yeah. But there, I mean, there was two more that were golden, with Golden was wide open. Yeah. And he never saw him. Um, I, let me let me ask you one question real quick. Yeah. If you didn't like Jones, and and he say he was cocky and just not a good kid and not somebody you were just rooting for, would you have put the other two out there? If I didn't like him, yeah, like oh, it, say we say I we wanted to, say we wanted to move on. Yeah, would I we have him out of here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's probably, why. Yeah, I was just wondering. Okay, cool. Oh, if he was an arrogant kid, I would have definitely put him out. <laughs> right, okay, right. Being so arrogant, yeah. You know? All right. Um, but the point was, yeah. I, I think everybody started getting to the point, okay, he's missing guys. And I, I, I'm telling you, Jerry, I was looking at these plays, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, it's a little alarming how he's not seeing the whole field, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, so, but look, nobody's excusing what Golden, you know, with, with the waving in the hands and all of that. But right. Um, right. football-wise, mm-hmm. 
he there was missed opportunities. Now, on some of the plays he did see, um, he had Shep in that little slugger route wide open, and look, Shep reached out, could have could he have come down with it. Yeah, you know, I was wrong. I put it on Twitter. When I was at the stadium, Jerry, I thought that was a real overthrow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you look at it closely, and it really wasn't. It was over. Now, listen, he's got to hit him in stride. I mean, he's got to be more accurate. No doubt about it. He was open, Shep. You right, know? right. But Shep reached out, didn't come down. Look, that's one of those, okay, he might come down, he might not. Shouldn't yeah. come down to that, right? Yep. So, um, and I, obviously the Slayton one, I don't know, Slayton lost one. There was another Slayton on a deep cross, too, where he totally missed Slayton. I think totally. I put that on Twitter. Yes. Yep. I remember, right? Yeah. You know? And um, there are a couple other ones. So there was, a, there was the free play. We didn't even give chance, uh, Slayton a chance. But that one you're talking about where it looks like Slayton either lost under the lights or wasn't ready for it. There was still an overthrow, but I wonder if he would have caught it if he was ready for it. You know, that was one that I thought, all right, I'm not going to put that on Jones. But to your point about Sterling, it's funny how, how passionate people are on either side of this. And, you know, even our producer, Sagendorf, Bob Sagendorf, um, you know, he said... Shepard should have come down with it. So it's it's interesting how I I still say it was an overthrow, but um, it's it's interesting the different aspects of that play. So yeah, well, what happened was Jerry, we were in agreement, me and you, we thought he overthrew him, like he really missed him. Remember? Yep. And then, uh, like you said, Sagadorf actually texted me a couple of days ago. So you might want to look at that again. I don't think it was that much of an overthrow. And you know what? And I did. I slowed it down. And listen, I mean, you got to be more accurate there, Jerry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that I agree. play should have hit. Right. You can't miss opportunities like that. Right. 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 Uh, but, you know, Shep reached out and didn't come down with it. Was it, a, you know, was it a play they couldn't, there was no chance of connecting? Oh, no. I mean, Shep could have made a dive and play on it. He could, but he didn't. Right. But it shouldn't come down to that. You know, he had time. He missed him. He yeah. missed, he's missing guys all over the field, dude. Yeah. All right. He's, yeah. And that was, I thought that guys. was, I thought that was his, I thought that was his worst game, too. Right. From a carelessness standpoint. Yeah. So you, you know what? Yeah. I mean, the two unforced turnovers, mm -hmm. you know. And by the way, on one of those interceptions, Golden Tate was wide open. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, he, uh, you know, to me, you look at him, and I look at these plays very slow. I slow him down. There's some, there's sometimes he's just his feet are moving in that pocket when they shouldn't be, man. Yeah. Like, 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 dude, you're not Eli Manning who was taking a beating for the last eight years here, you know? Yeah. Like and his feet are bouncing around a little bit. At one time he was getting he was getting out of the pocket too quick, in my opinion. You know, yeah. um, so I, I to me right now, Jerry, I look at Daniel Jones and I see a kid that doesn't have much confidence right now. Right, that's totally. what I see, dude. And yeah, I, I, I think that's a good. Him. I think that's a good assessment. I, I think it's a kid who is very unsure of himself. Maybe it's the new offense. Maybe it's you know he's hearing no. footsteps. No, no, no. I mean, learning a new offense from last year to this year. I mean, that's all. No. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know what you're saying, but you know what, Jerry? We're eight games in. I don't want to hear that new offense stuff now. Confidence, yeah. it's not like he's he, he's not understanding. To me, Jerry, when you, you you know, the new system has nothing to do with missing guys that are wide open. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you know what I'm getting? Yep. His mechanics, his feet are dancing. The Deion Lewis two point attempt, he took a little hop, he got it out late. That has nothing to do with the system. Yeah, that's fair. It's a kid that's playing without confidence. And, and by the way, I'm not blaming Garrett. I was blaming Jones' adaption to the Garrett system. But you're right. You're you're right. Uh, you know, it's a kid that has no confidence right now. Yeah. That's what I see. And then, you know, it's a losing team. He's got a, what, a four and something record as a starter. And, and he's trying to do too much. Yeah. Okay. Look, you don't want to believe me? I mean, Bruce Arians said it the other night. Right. 
You know, Can't I mean, too much, yeah. so, but unfor- look, Jerry, unforced damage is inexcusable. So he's going to have to get out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as throwing balls away. To- Once again, he told us, you know, he told us Wednesday about, you know, oh, I have to take sacks there. I have to, uh, I- Daniel, I get it. But you say this to us every week. Yeah. So we'll see if, if it progresses, you know, I, you know, we'll see how he progresses, man. Yeah. Um, but this is a team he has beaten what? Three times now, Washington? Yes. Yeah. Um his four you know, his four wins are against Washington and Tampa. And he almost beat Tampa last week. Right. <laughs> Three wins against Washington, <laughs> once against Tampa. He lost everybody else. Right. So um, <laughs> you know, this is like I said, Joe, this is gonna be a Washington team that's coming in with a little confidence, you know. Yeah. Um they they, they got the guys up front. You know, and and, and we'll we'll start looking at Washington, but you know, not many weapons there. No. But they're starting to run the ball. This kid Gibson's starting to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And, we're, you know, Kyle's settling down a little bit. He's going to do some things with his feet and a little try to do some things, with you know, with the arm. Yeah. And their defense is coming off a real solid game, you know? Yep. And don't get me wrong. There was no Dak and all that. But they still played a solid game. Very physical. Yeah. Very physical. The kid Holcomb, now we'll get it to Washington. Their fifth-round pick from a year ago to linebacker. You're going to see him. Sunday 55, he's added a very physical aspect to this team even more so. These guys are physical up front, man. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good, it's a very good front seven. Very good. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be, an, and you know what, Jerry, you look at their front seven, and Chase Young, we all know he's a good player. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be a real good player in this league and all that, but Chase Young, you know, Sweat's playing way better than Chase uh, Young. We, right? we loved Montez Sweat last year, didn't we? So he's going to be, a, you know, a challenge. Now, the Giants offensive line, uh, you're going to see you know, Lemieux again, yeah. right? I don't, uh, Big Will's not going to be eligible for Sunday yet. Yep. Um, so you'll see Lemieux again, uh, commonly known as Big Ox. That's what everybody calls him in college, and we'll guess we could start calling him that now. Now, you look at Lemieux, Jerry, and he did some very good things. I think I pointed one out, right, on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and he did some bad things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, let's not think, you know, right away, let's not think, you know, we have, you know, Quentin Nelson yet. But he did some good things, and he did some bad things. And he, But he's a very physical kid, what we like, right? Yep. And Andrew Thomas did some good things tonight, I thought. Well, I was going to say, that was one thing I took from it. Andrew Thomas played better, and I don't know if it was because he was next to Lemieux. I have no idea. I, I'm guessing. But that's one thing I took away. Like, maybe this two, maybe these guys are the pairing we need on that side. Who knows? But you're right. Lemieux's not Quentin Nelson yet. He played well, especially for his first start. And Andrew Thomas, I thought... That was the best I've seen him look all year. Yeah, when you look at Andrew Thomas the other night against the Tampa Bay Bucks, and, and, you know, you saw him firing out. You saw the hands. You saw the technique a lot better. Right. Uh, that's something they've been working on him with. You Good. know, the, the consistency with his technique, right. you know. Right. Uh, that's something they practice with him every day, man, with Colombo. You know, so you saw a lot, a lot. He was a lot better at that. Monday night, you yeah. know, uh, he's a big, strong kid, Jerry, you know? Yeah. But if you don't have technique in this league, you're going to get beat, dude. Yep. Now, on the other side of the ball, we talked about it the other night. Speaking of technique and big, strong kid, although, you know, all I was waiting for was a skinny kid was Matt Pert. Right. And he's filled out <laughs> since he's been a giant. You, yeah. you don't look at him and say, oh, boy, he's his project. He's a skinny kid from UConn, right? I mean, yeah. He, I mean, the kid looks like a tackle, right? Right, and we looked at him like that when he got when he was drafted. It said, "All right, maybe this is our right tackle of the future." But when he the limited time he plays, he's he looked good, and like you said, put on weight, pretty big kid. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it was funny, Jerry, because you know when they drafted him, I didn't know 
him from a hole in the wall. You no. can't, you know. Right. But I saw some film. I saw pictures of him. And said, oh, this kid's got to gain some weight. He's got to get stronger. And then I saw him in camp. I was like, whoa, 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 what are they talking about? You know. Right, right. <laughs> Where did that come from? You know. Yeah. yeah. And um. And so, you kind of like what he brings over there, and, and they're gonna have quite a, look. They face some really good front fours, front sevens, the Giants this year, right? Right. I mean, look at all these teams they face, Jerry. I mean, this will be the second time against Washington, the Eagles, right. Tampa Bay, the Rams, right? Yeah. You talk about trial in the fire, man. Holy crap. You talk about getting some valuable experience for the Nick Gates and, and the Lemuse and the Perts and the Thomas. Boy, they're getting it this year. I'll yeah. tell you that. Right. You know, um, which to me, Jerry, that'll be good in the long run, you know? Yeah, and and we didn't we knew this year would be a growing pains year. Didn't know it'd be one in seven, but um, yeah, this is good for them. Let them let them see all they can now, and hopefully they can improve on it, and uh, you know, so that they're ready for it next year when we add, you know, like you said, an edge, wide receiver, corner, and another lineman probably. So yeah, well, as long as Gettleman ain't drafted them. That's right. That's so, right. <laughs> right. So right. hey, hey, Jerry, I guess we gotta get into it. You know, look, Golden Tate. Yeah. Um, you know, I was on the Zooms with Judge this week, and you could just tell. Yeah. He is not happy yeah. with Golden Tate yeah. at all. <laughs> Would it surprise me if he's inactive Sunday? No, it yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it would not surprise me if he's in, if he's inactive Sunday. Yeah. Sent him home. He wasn't even at practice Wednesday, dude. He was on the okay. on, on what like the scout team or something today, or the he was on a scout team. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. The judge said, "Well, a lot of starters get this, you know." Oh, but, sure they do, Joe. And today, and today, I'm not sure what is that. Yeah, was, I meant yesterday. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know, know what he did today, but we'll see what happens with him. Yeah. Um, but it would not surprise me if, if he's inactive Sunday. Right. Um, but we'll see. I'm sure things maybe worked out during a week, you know. Um, but look, Jerry, he's a little different, Golden Tate. I can tell you that. From getting to know him in a locker room last year. Yeah. Um, all I could say is, I mean, I like Golden, you know, but he's got a little, uh, not edge to him, but it didn't surprise me, put it that way, that he was getting upset, the hands, the whole deal. And I could understand his frustration at times. I really could, Jerry, yeah. because, like I said, I was going to put it on Twitter, but I didn't. I didn't want to pile on Jones, but... Um, he was getting very frustrated because he was open a few times, wide open, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's no excuse for, you know, some of the things and all that. But Yeah, I was going to say I, also, real quick, it's his wife's prerogative to go to social media, but it's a bad look. I mean, Chris, if you're yeah. a professional athlete and, uh, you know, or me or whoever, and your wife's going to social media, I would think I'd like to shut that down kind of quickly because that is terrible. That That's bad. She did delete it after a little while, and, mm. but I did, I did, I didn't see this. But from what I understand, somebody tweeted at Golden about you should ask to be released or something. He liked it. Yeah, right, right. Oh, uh, and that's not good. So I'm sure I have a feeling, Jerry. Yeah. That was the final straw with judging him when he liked that tweet. Okay. Yeah. The social media shit, uh, stuff is dangerous, man. I mean, it I don't is. know why athletes would go on and like things unless they're trying to get themselves out of there. You know? And I think Eli Manning did it the right way. You, you, once you retire, then maybe you go on, but you, it's just a, a cesspool of, you know, so much of it's bad. So, Hey Jerry, look what some of these athletes do now is that they, 
they try to get out off a team by using social media. And we saw that yeah. with Le'Veon Bell, we, yep. we, you know, we, yep. Antonio Brown in the past, yep. right? Yeah. So I guess that's what Golden's trying to tell everybody. Get, get rid of me. Release me, you yeah. know? Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out, um, um, you know, starting Sunday, you know? Um, so. Yeah. Yannick too, right? Yannick did it that way too. Well, he tried, right? Yeah. yeah. And he finally got his wish. <laughs> yeah. Only to get traded again. Right. That's so right. something's going on with so something's going on with that guy. That's yeah. crazy. Um, before you put out a tweet about uh, comparing Judge with Parcells in his first season, and I, I couldn't agree more, and I think what Judge did with Logan Ryan, um, what, I don't know when it was, if it was how recent that was. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if he talked about it Tuesday or if it happened then, so forgive me. And then even you heard about what he did with the, the young receiver, Dylan, um, in training camp. Um, I think his kid yeah. was being born. He let him go home and get paid. You know, guys, this is what we said like three years ago. It's Gettleman is one thing, but p players will still come here for the GM because they pay them, and that's pretty much it. And you work, and once you're happy with your contract, then that's it. Mm -hmm. It's the coach, right? It's that Joe Judge just, man, I'm sorry to always kiss this guy's ass, but we love this guy. He gets it. He's a. Not only is he an excellent coach, but seems like to be an excellent human being. Like mm -hmm. this, that story with Logan Ryan this week was like, wow, we, not only do we have the right guy room in the sidelines, we got the right guy for this locker room, for the organization. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, it brought a tear to my eye reading that story, man. That was awesome. Oh, absolutely. This is what the guy's made of. Right. He's tough, but fair. Yeah. And you know where he's coming from. Yep. You know where he's coming from. You know, they found out in camp when Saquon was doing laps with the other guy, veterans, when they were messing up in practice. All right? Yeah. The thing is, you know where this guy's coming from, Jerry. And athletes respect that. Right. They don't like the backstabbing. They don't like one rule here, one rule for this guy. Or why didn't you punish it? You know, that's what Judge does. Right. That's This is the culture he has built in the organization. Yep. Okay? And you have to respect that. Yep. You know, um, Parcells, like I, you know, I put on Twitter before, Bill's biggest regret is that that first season, he wasn't being himself. Right. That's right. And he thought he was going to get fired and almost did. Yeah. Schnellenberger almost came so, in. Uh, right. Uh, Young wanted to bring uh, Schnellenberger in. Remember? Yep. yep. So Parcells turned around and said, well, if I'm going to go down with the ship, I'm doing it my way. Yeah, that's right. And he did it his way. Now, Judge comes in here and he's doing it his way. Like Sinatra would say, he's doing it his way from the beginning. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. He's gonna. He's he's his own man. He's the and he's the. Uh, and let me tell you a, a compliment. So I found out this week when one of Brady zooms with the Buccaneer media. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they kind of asked him about Tom. You know, first half. You know, looked like some things were going on in the offense. That what was the Giants' defense? And Tom said, "Well, they did some things different than what they showed on film." Hmm. Jerry, hmm. that is the ultimate compliment. Compliment. Yeah. 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 What Patrick Graham is doing, yeah. okay, is that – so what teams do, Jerry, the Redskins look at the Giants film from probably the last five games, probably even the seven games, mm -hmm. and they look at it and say, okay, this is what they're doing on third and short. This is what they're doing in the red zone. This is what they're doing inside the five. This is how they break it down, Jerry, right? Right. Okay, we got the ball on our 25. The Giants like to go in this, this, the cover three. They're doing, okay. What Graham is doing – is that he's showing something totally different. Right. 
and an offense has got to. I said this last week. I saw Tom on the sideline. You could tell when he was talking with Amy's that something was confusing him a little bit. Yeah. So, I also made a comment about, hey, there's a little bit of a parallel thinking here between the great time and Patrick Graham. Right. Belichick Belich and Graham. Yep. And I said, not comparing them. I'm just saying that they have similar thinking in pre and post snaps. Right. And what they show on film, what they're showing in game. And that's what they're saying, dude. Yeah. Okay. So what Graham is doing is that teams are preparing and showing the Giants is showing us, or they're going to come out and they like playing cover three. Yep. Which Graham loves. That's his favorite defense. He installed that. I couldn't say this in camp because I would, they probably would have hit me over the head with a bat. All right, but I remember back in camp, I wasn't allowed to say anything, remember? Right, that was amazing. That was so funny. Yeah, I don't want to get beat up by a couple of dying personnel. Anyway, <laughs> so, so the first installment Graham did was cover three. He yeah. installed that. That was his first defense he installed. Yep. Then he installed a cover one shell. And you see that a lot. The Giants do that a lot. But he changes it up. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll start, like, a couple of games, he'll start showing a cover three, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'll come out and he'll do a cover two or he'll do a single high, cover yeah, one, right. shell, or just a oh, just a straight cover one. So teams come out and they're like, oh crap. You know, what the hell? you've been doing cover three the last three games. You know, you understand what I'm getting at? Right, right. And they have to adjust. And then Graham adjusts. But the point I'm making here is that you don't have James Betcher out there and they're running around with their thumbs up their butts, not even know what the hell's going on. Okay? <laughs> This guy Graham has a lot of a lot of similarities to Belichick in his pre and post snap looks. Yeah. So I reach out. So I'm thinking like I'm seeing this every week, and I'm saying, all right, Chris, you know maybe I'm up here in the hills of Hillsborough. I'm on the golf course. Maybe the air's sucking the, you know, my brain dry. I don't know. Right. 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 So I check in, you know, with who? Yeah. Right. Your boy. Call. Yeah. One of the greatest to ever do it. Yep. Call. This is what I'm seeing. I mean, am I wrong with this? Banks is like, you're 100% on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, not, not the, the point of this conversation is to say, oh, Chris, okay, you saw it. Congratulations. Oh, you're great. No, the point of being is that, guys, folks, this Graham is doing a lot of good things, dude. Yeah. I, I, let me just add to that. I think the point of it is, guys, we're in good hands from a coaching s- staff perspective. Like we've been saying, we just need some more talent. And don't be surprised to see this team contending for a playoff spot next year. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. That, that's it. I mean, you look at this Graham. And when, when guys like Tom Brady say, well, they showed us different looks. We had to adjust to it. Hey, folks, after what we saw the last few years, the last five, six, seven years, defensive coordinator-wise, yeah, that's a good sign, Jerry. Right. Now, just imagine when you get some more talent on that side of the ball. Right. That's right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, look at – okay, so if you look at our last defensive coordinators – you had Betcher, then you had Spagnola before that, who everybody said lost a lot of his fastball. But then he goes to Kansas City, oh, and they, they, they can function, right? He's all of a sudden, it's not just Mahomes. Of course, that he's, it helps when you have the best quarterback in the league, arguably, on your team. But their, their defense came through for them last year. Um, well. And then before that, you know, you had Perry Fuel. Like, I thought he was terrible, uh, right? Yeah. And, and then he had, uh, uh, who was the linebacker coach who became a D coordinator before Fuel? Yeah. Yeah. Sheridan, Bill Sheridan. You know, it's like, when's the last time you had a coaching staff like this that you were excited about? And even Jason Garrett past few weeks calling a good games. 
It's not his fault, you know? I, I haven't walked away from the last two games saying, what the hell did Garrett do there? So yeah. I'm, I'm and every psyched player, about this. Jerry, every player yeah. you talk to, although we only talk to them on Zoom now, but I'm not in a locker room with them. Right. They all say the same thing, dude. This coaching staff has us so prepared and everything. Good. And folks, you can't ask for more than that. Now, now you could say, well, Chris, we could ask for wins. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. And it's, there's a lot of factors that go into winning a game. I understand that. I'm just talking from a coaching standpoint. There isn't one game this year where you could say, oh, my. How many times, we, like you said, how many times you say with Sherman, there's not one game this year you say, oh, my God, come on. Except maybe that second half of the 49er game, right? It's funny because I see everybody on the street and they'll say, and I know I'm a huge Giants fan idiot, and they'll say, oh, how you doing? And I'm like, guys, we got the guy. The, half the battle's over. We've got the guy. And I said, we're just not talented. The team's not talented enough to be winning games. But at 1-7, they're in every game, like you said, except the 49er game, the second half. Yep. Now we got to upgrade talent, right? right? Yep. we got to start executing in, in, in crucial situations. Yeah. And most of all, most of all, we got to stop turning the ball over, dude. Yeah. And that goes on Jones. Yeah. You know? And like I said, Jerry, these next eight games, to me, is – there's an audition for, for for Joe Judge, dude. Couldn't agree more. This is not Joe Judge's quarterback. Right. This is right. This is Gettleman's quarterback, not Judge's. Gettleman and Shermer. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yo, this is an audition. I, mean, I, I would love to ask Joe Judge a question that he won't answer, but still, if you got him <laughs> on the side, right? And you said, yeah. Coach, is arm strength important to you in a quarterback? Because Shermer said it was the sixth highest thing. Like yeah. the accuracy. And I would love Joe Judge. Joe, Joe Judge may say, yeah. <laughs> or are you simple? Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, we'll see the next, next eight games. Um, uh, but I don't believe Judge is going to stand for a guy turning the ball over twice a week. I really don't. Right. I'm sorry. I really don't, man. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, I, you know, everybody in the organization, including Judge and yeah. Garrett, they really like Jones. But, you know. If the unforced turnovers continue, what do you do, Jerry? You're going to go into year three and say, all right, well, he'll start getting it this year. Yeah. And, and then you go a whole, and he's, you know, so let's see, man. Yeah. You kind of hope this kid a finally clicks as far as turnovers wise. But every week, Jerry, we're on a podcast saying the same thing. Right. Um, and, and there's so, a lot of questions about that. So we'll get to that as well. Uh, before we get to the pick segment, which I fell behind even further, uh, we picked up Dante Pettis. Uh, can't play this week. Uh, supposedly a, a ridiculous returner in college. I don't know what he's done with the 49ers. What, what are your thoughts on him, buddy? Well, they brought him in for special teams boost. Yeah. You know, like you said, he had seven punt returns in college. Yeah. He was one of the best to ever do it. Uh, so that's what they're going to do. They're going to bring him in here and give him a look there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 just to talk about special teams for a second. Yeah, okay, Jerry? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up, dude. Um, by mistake. <laughs> yeah. No, what? I mistake. brought up Pettis. <laughs> No, no, no. No, you actually led me into something. Right? Oh, there you go. Perfect. Um, last year, every kickoff by the Giants into the end zone, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's return it. Let the, let the other team start on the 25. Yeah. Look what Judge is doing this I year. I know. I know. He sees things, and he, and, he, and he you know he kicks it shorter at times, right? Yep. Last week, he had no punt returner twice. Yeah. Yep. He had he had Pep kind of laying back a little bit, but he was rushed, right? They, they saw something in the Tampa Bay – Punt uh, unit that yeah. said, uh, you know what, we might be able to get one this week, right? Yeah, yeah. This is coaching, folks. Right. Did you ever see that the last two years? No, no. It was the same thing. No. 
Right. It was the same thing. Okay, uh, punt return it back, kick return. Oh, let's put it through the end zone. Here you see Judge kicking short, right? He'll kick it in the end zone. He'll kick short. He sees things in the other team. They look and they say, oh, you know what? And, and him and McGahee go over and they go, all right, we could do something here. We could get maybe a block here. Mm. Folks, I'm just telling you, man, uh, this is what you look for in a head coach. Right. Yep. Okay? Yep. Coaching, coaching every unit, really. I say it a million times how mm. much coaching makes a difference. Yep. And you see little things like that, and you say, oh. well, the first time he did that Monday night, Jerry, I was like, I looked in the field, I said, there's no punt returner. Yeah. What the hell is he doing? Why is it no punt? And then you see, you know, Pep went back and the whole deal, and he almost, you know, and it bothered the punter. 135-yard punt, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. These are just little things, man. You, the little things. You say, holy crap, freaking judge, you know? Yeah. So. Um, I was going to bring up one more thing. If there is one thing that Judge may do that annoys you, I'm going to guess what it is. Can I guess? One thing that Judge may do that annoys me? Yeah, one thing. Uh, he doesn't really do anything that annoys me. Right? He def- they defer all the time. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that, Judge. <laughs> I, I, it's because I'm trying to find something. That's why. I guess Tom Brady, I wish you would. You know, I wish they would take the ball and try to go up, right? But yep. I mean, that's like the trend. Like everybody does that. I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah. I know. That's, I, you know I'm, I'm, I got to be nitpicky. There's one thing he does that gets on my nerves sometimes. That's it. I, I wish he would change. Watch Judge. I bet he changes it up one week. Watch. <laughs> he listens to the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I bet you Judge changes it up. He's like that type of guy. I bet he does change it up one week. Yep. You know? Yeah. All right. Um, before we get to our picks, guys, just a word from our sponsors coming right now. Between the NFL and college football, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you could turn your game day into payday, baby, with my bookie. If you're the type of guy who likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. The thing about the NFL is that underdogs are never really dogs on Sunday. Every team has a chance to win. Well, except for the New York Jets. And you do too. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get in on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Sign up at MyBookie, and when you do, use our promo code, G-I-A-N-T, to claim a deposit match, dollar for dollar, all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. That's promo code G-I-A-N-T for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Even stacked UFC cards, you can bet on those as well. All the major sports and more. Sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. Again, guys, promo code G-I-A-N-T. And we're back. All right. Um, before we get to picks, is there anything else? I mean, I saw Ryan Lewis went to IR today. Is there anything else worth covering? No, that's it. You'll be seeing a lot more of, you'll be seeing Isaac Yidham again. Mm, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this, this is on IR. Um, any ch- like any chance, any, after- yeah, I was going to say, any chance we see, not, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, that we see Corey Ballantyne at all, or is it is he, is he just buried? Uh, you know what, Jerry, I think you would have saw him on the night you didn't see him at all. Yeah, okay. At that I think that's done, you okay. know? Yep. Um, and you might see X-Men after the bye week. That's what the judge was saying this week, you know? 
X-Man as in Xavier or oh, Xavier Zim, you know, Zimenez, yeah. Oh, okay. Zimenez, got it. Zimenez right. after the bye week. Uh, you might see him back. And I guess as we move on in November, we'll start finding out about McKinney more and more. You know? Okay, good. All right. All right. So, folks, I know a big shocker here, but uh, I fell down three more last week. The funny thing was the, the first few games we were both off, but I really I went off the rails. Um, it reminded me of when I was a kid. I mean, I should just start picking them like my mom used to in the football pools, right? My dad would bring home a pool from the office and she would pick based on if she liked the helmet better than the other. Like, you know, and it was just like, I'm a kid. I'm like, come on, mom. But she, you know, I like, I, you know, she liked the Colts more than whoever. And, oh, I like the Colts. Their, their helmet's nicer. So I'm thinking maybe I pick that way going forward because whatever I'm doing now, uh, I'm getting my ass kicked uh, almost every week. So speaking of the Colts, first Wait game. Wait, what did <laughs> yeah. you lose last week? I lost three. Uh, I, three. Three even? Yeah. Well, my boy Nick Foles didn't come through. <laughs> oh, I had Vegas. That's right. They won 16-6. Yeah. Oh, no, Nick no, Foles. No, Nick yeah, Foles yeah, was yeah. the Bears. Oh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You lost the uh, Seattle, uh, yeah. I mean, the Chicago Saint game? Yeah, because they played outside. I picked Foles, my boy. Oh, how, wait a minute. That game was outside, wasn't it? Right. I know. Wasn't it windy? It was. Oh, how, how did Breeze do it? I don't know. He didn't kill it, but he did all right. How did Breeze do it without one of the best receivers in football yes. and Emmanuel Sanders? Man, he did all right. I, I can't hear you. He did all right. It was fine. Sounds yeah. like a on the other end of that thing. <laughs> and I forget which other one I lost. I lost another one. So. Oh, I had Denver. You had the chart. You should have right. won that one. Yeah. I, I lose track. I lose so much now. How you lost that was beyond belief. Yeah, yeah, I know. My boy. So, uh, 1 o'clock Sunday. Ravens at Colts. You go first, Chris. All right. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Yeah. Um, that's a good game, though, right? But I'm gonna go with yeah. the, I'll go with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm not in catch up mode yet. Um, so you know, I, I gotta get there soon, but I will go with Baltimore as well. I'm not gonna be irresponsible here. Um, Bears at Titans. I, neither of us believe in the Bears, right? I mean, the Titans at home. Oh, you believed in them last week. Well, because they, I, yeah, because it was Foles. It was a, a breeze outside. Oh, wow. Come on, give me a break with Foles. I mean, come on, right? I just want him to always do well because I want Eagle fans to regret that they let him go, but it's never good. He's just not good. He's not a good quarterback. And then all of a sudden, he did look good those last two drives. But, man, I, <laughs> I, know. Want him. I, I don't want I, I don't see it. I, I like Tennessee, Jerry. Yeah, me too. Um, Broncos at Falcons, Chris. Yeah, Broncos are that comeback. But I, I like the way Atlanta's kind of looks late. I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to go Broncos on the road. There you go. Boom. Uh, Panthers at Chiefs. Yeah, please. We both lost that Panthers game last week. That was one we lost right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go Chiefs as well. Tex oh, here we go, my boys. Texans at Jaguars. I'll go first because I always have to go first with the Jaguars. Texans at Jags at home, baby. So that means go to my bookie, everyone, and throw all your money on the Texans. Go ahead, Chris. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Jaguars. With the backup quarterback? Yeah, they're home. Texans. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. And you won the wall, you're eight behind. <laughs> it doesn't matter who I take with the Jaguars. <laughs> Go ahead. So you want the Texans in. No, yeah, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Texans. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was so understood that, that you're like, yeah, next game. Uh, Lions at Vikings. Oh, man, I tell you, Minnesota, we're going to Green Bay Surprise last week. Surprise um, win, right? Yeah, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook and the Vikes again. I'm going to go with the Lions on the road. Boom. Uh Seahawks at Bills. Okay, Russell Wilson against the Bills. Russell Wilson against the Bills. Um, 
I tell you, this is a tough one. You know what? I'm going to go. I don't like the way the Buffalo's deal. I'll, I'll go with Russell Wilson again. I'm going to go Bills at home. So, okay. There we go. I'm going to fall away behind. Uh, Raiders, 4 o'clock. Raiders at Chargers. Uh, you know what? Just when you think you want to jump on Gruden's bandwagon, who, by the way, what do you think about those fines that came down? Um, I was kind of expecting it before, right? I mean, they've been talking about it for a while. It's, 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 it, guys, be, be careful, football teams. If you want to lose draft picks, I mean, this is, that's crazy. It's like, what, it was 500000 in a six-round pick or something? Yeah, I mean, they, look, this is the second time they won the Raiders, and, and they kind of threatened them with draft picks, and Roger Goodell followed up on that threat, man. I mean, if I'm, a, if I'm a Raider fan, pick. if I'm a Raider fan, I'm pissed at them, kind of. Wow, man. I mean, they lost a draft pick over because John Gruden refuses to wear the mask. He keeps putting it down. <laughs> I know. He's a so psychopath. I mean, it's like the third or fourth incident now on the field, one off the field. I mean, the Raiders just don't seem to be getting it. You no. know? I saw a judge take it down to yell at the ref last week real quick, but they, he put yeah. it back up. And, you know, so they pay for it now, Jerry. Yeah. I have a feeling you're going to see the mask on Gruden all game Sunday. Oh, he might have a, a face shield and a mask. Like a Bruce Arians and thing and a, and a mask. I, uh, I, if, you're getting, I, if you're getting warned and you lose draft picks, dude, if I'm a fan of the Raiders, I'm pissed off. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers. There, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they finally hold on to a win here over the Raiders. I'm going Raiders. The Raiders are at their best when they're against the NFL. When the NFL's against the Raiders, they win Super Bowls. So I'm gonna go with your boy Herbert in this one. Oh, nice. I, it is my boy. Um, Dolphins. Four and three mm. Dolphins at your boys, the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, um, Arizona. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to be stupid on that one. Oh, here's a great game. Seven and zero Steelers at two and six Cowboys. Yeah. Steelers. Yeah, obviously Pittsburgh. Yeah. This one's actually a good one. Rematch for I think from week one. Saints at Bucks eight twenty Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Tampa in that yeah. one. Saints slapped them around week one, right? Um. Well, Brady was a little rusty there. Do a pick six, almost yeah, threw another yeah. one, uh, do a couple of interceptions. But you know what? In Tampa, uh, Tampa was uh, they seem they're rolling a little bit now. So I like Tampa now. Yeah, me too. Um, it's Drew Brees outside. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Uh, like <laughs> yeah, Monday night, horrible game. Two and five Patriots at zero and eight Jets. Uh, I'll have to go with the Patriots. But is it that easy? Is it that cut no. and dry? Right. It's no. not. It's not. It's not cut and dry, right. believe it or not. I right. don't think it's cut and dry. Right. Um, you know, something tells me the Jets are going to really show up and because I don't like this Patriots team, man. So, but I think somehow or another they, they find a way to win this. I just think the Jets are so bad. It's that, it just, that's the, the X factor every week with the Jets. They're so bad, they'll lose their way to a loss. Um, and, and when you're really bad and you coach really bad, that's not a good combination. Yeah, that's right. And finally, biggest game of the week, the one and seven Giants at the two and five Washington football team. Got it Very right good. again. Right, yeah, see that? All right, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with our guys. So I'm I. gonna go with the Giants. Yeah, I agree. That's bad. I'm going with our guys too. No, I just I feel confident. I I don't be. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, uh, gonna I'm gonna leave this where it is. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Look, I don't feel confident, but I think I, I like our chances. No, I, I do. I feel good. I, okay. We're in trouble. We'll leave this. We'll leave it where it is. All right. Yeah, we're, we're in trouble now. Yeah, go ahead. Question time. Here we go. Rocky Bullwinkle. Yeah. All right. A lot, like I said, guys, lots of Gettleman questions. We're going to answer one, unless it's in a different type of phrasing 
where it's totally different, but a lot of this one. If Gettleman is launched, which I appreciate the word, use of the word launched, guys, <laughs> something I'm not advocating for, whom do you think should be considered and why? I believe there's a smart ex-player who would be a great GM for NYG. Obviously, I think he's talking about Riddick. Um, he wasn't great, so I don't know if he's talking about him. Oh, no, he has a picture of Tuck here. I don't know. So maybe, oh, MBA oh. or like oh, Masters in Business Administration. Yeah, I don't know if Justin Tuck wants to be the GM. Um, all right, Chris, once and for all, who do you want and who do you think it's going to be? I, 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 Not once I have, and for all. How about this week? Do you have any idea? I have, I have no idea. I mean, I, you know, maybe uh, whoever the hell is helping out the Costa in, in Baltimore. Yeah. Whoever his assistant is, look at him. <laughs> That's a great okay? call. Uh, other than that, I mean, you know, listen, I, I know Reddick's name always pops up, but let's, let's slow it down with that. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know yet. You know, yeah, there's, there's the, uh, the guy in New England, too. Anyway. All right. Here Just we go. Zero. Oh, well, OK. Him, too. But <laughs> somebody had a question last week about our boy. Oh, oh Bell. <laughs> yeah. All right. Man, I don't want to check what an organization. I just want him coaching. Yeah. yeah. Look at his drafts the last five years. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's true. All right, Tom at TomLab66. Chris, first, how's your golf game? Second, which player on defense has surprised you the most this year? And which player on defense is a dark horse for surprising us during the last eight games? Chris, first, how's your golf game? Not bad. All right. Um, not bad. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, and what defensive player surprised? Yeah, most this year. I'll give, um, you, my, I'll give you mine. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Based on what everyone said coming in, I didn't think Bradbury, and I say it, I didn't think he was this good, right? He didn't have a great game Monday night, but I didn't think we were getting an all-pro borderline shutdown corner. So from that aspect, he surprised me the most. Okay. That's, that's good. Um, what play has surprised me the most? Um, I'm going to go, you know what? I, I, I'm with you now. I think Bradbury has played much better than I thought he would. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I hate to put Leonard Williams in there because he's always a pretty good player. Chris, he was my other one. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I mean, let, let, you know, Lenny's... I mean, Leo's playing really well, man. Yeah. Uh, but I hate to say surprise because he was always a pretty good player. So I'll go with Bradbury in that one. Too, but I, I didn't think he was as good either. Although Bradbury play has slipped a, la a little bit the last few weeks. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, Bradbury's been a pro bowler, no doubt, th through the first eight games. And then as far, as far as, like, Dark Horse surprising us the last eight, Tom, I'd go with one of the rookies, Coughlin or Brown. I, I, when they've played, they've, they've shown great speed, getting to the quarterback. Sometimes it's luck, but um, – or just, you know, their, their, their athleticism is very good. It's going to be one of those two guys for me. I, I have, otherwise, I have no idea who could surprise me on defense. You know what, Jerry? I'm gonna go before the kick got hurt with Tay Crowder. Too. Yeah, it's a good one too. Yep. Um. Yeah. You know, uh, he he surprised how well, obviously being Mr. Irrelevant and all that. Yeah. But how well he, you know, he played pretty decent those two games before he got hurt. So he's a little bit of a surprise. But I tell you what, Jerry. You know, I'm watching. Call I think the Giants got something with this Carter Coughlin too, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the way he looked the other night. He had that one sack, you know, and he had a nice pressure too on Tom. Right. He was given the few the limited snaps. He was giving Donovan Smith a fit over there, and I was pretty impressed with that. Donovan Smith's been around a while, the whole deal. Um, I think they got something with this Coughlin kid, man. I really do. He had a good college career. Like when I no, he did. When yeah. I saw his numbers, 
I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking there were like 30 sacks or something. Like, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of sacks in, in his college career. And I just thought, why the hell did this kid slip so far? And I, I you know, I'm not going to call up his stats now, but if someone wants to point him out later. Oh, here we go. 11 games as a freshman. Uh, you know, I'm not going to read all these things. He had a, he had a good stats as a, as a college player. So, well, you know, Jerry, I talked about him last year after the draft and you know, Minnesota had a really good year last year, yeah. and, and and they played a real three uh, thirty game. I think it was a remember right against Penn State in a real big game. Right. And I that's when I that's when he stuck out to me. You know, yeah. I was like, whoa, this kid. You know, he played really well against them. Um. So I, that's how, that's what made me remember the name when the Giants drafted him. I was like, oh, I remember that dude. You right. know. Right. Um. And I think they got something with this kid. I really do. Down the road. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I think people are gonna like him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was over over thirty. Sack. So, anyway, um, next one, Javier Burgos. It looks like DJ lost some of his accuracy this season, especially on deep balls. Here's a good question: Could the reason be the weightlifting he did to strengthen his arm in the off season? I, I think that's actually a pretty good question. Javier, first of all, that's a very good observation because there was a lot of times in practice in training camp this year where I would be looking. Uh, uh, I'm sure I don't know a lot. Of people. Well, I was just gonna say a guy next to me, um, a very respected writer who I like a lot for for news Newsweek, a uh, Newsday, excuse me. Yeah. We looked at each other a few times, like, and they were like, "Chris, is it me or a lot of balls hitting the ground?" You know? Yeah. And I was the same way. I was like, "Yo, Bob," I said, "Yeah, I, what's going on?" You know, he was pretty accurate last year, this up, but there's times this year in his camp where he's missing guys. And I, I, if you remember, I reported that Jerry during yeah. camp. Yep. And you're seeing it now during the season, yeah. you know, where he'll flash with some pinpoint accuracy, like the Tate touchdown, you right, know? Right. But this, to me, that's a very good observation by Javier. I, I, I think his weight, I think his accuracy is taking a hit this year. I really don't. Yeah. It's because Joe Judge thinks arm strength's important. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> as far as him working out, I, I'm not going to blame that. No, I, yeah. I don't know if that's, there's a correlation there. I really don't. Yep. Yeah. Um, we kind of covered Golden Tate already. Um, Derek at D wins. Joe Judge's approval ratings are through the roof right now. Is there a chance Mara and Tish keep? I'll give Dave Gettleman credit for the hire and keep him around despite the lack of impact players on the roster. Is there a chance, Chris? Oh, it is a chance. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say there's no chance. Yeah. Um, we'll see in January. Um, right now. If I had to call it, yeah. as, since, since we're in election time, if I had to call it, yeah. um, I would say that Gettleman will not be back. <laughs> the metal, the Meadowlands counts are in. <laughs> it right. doesn't look good for Dave Gettleman. It doesn't look good for Dave, you know, we're looking at the tally. You know, so. <laughs> right. But no, all kidding aside, um, I, I mean, right now, I don't believe he's back. Now, I'm not going to say definite. There's no question. There's no way he comes back, but right. I don't think he comes back. Right. Uh, Oscar and Viking in blue kind of asking about Golden Tate. Is there a chance they cut him? Um, I think there's a dead cap hit that they really don't yeah, want to take right, right now. So don't look for that right now. Good call. Good call. Uh, Joey Z with a good question. Love the new intro music. Is the change because – is it just change because or is there a superstition to try and turn the tide? Hashtag buffoon crew. Joey, you know me better than I know myself. That's exactly why I did it. We need a new mojo. I try anything, pal. Good call by you. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
You didn't tell me that. Well, I proved. I, I sent you the thing and said I've been looking for this music for. A yeah, long I know, time. guy. I know you sent me the thing, but you didn't tell me you were trying to change the mojo. Well, the, I, the of the organization, the Giants. I want them to win, so that's all. I'm superstitious. I'm a buffoon. Um, and I did get well, it. I, I, something, man. What's you that? Get, you get partial credit. <laughs> See that? That's right. <laughs> uh, Adriana Iafola. Uh, no long, no more Tashler. She took that out. What's that name, man? What's that? I can't get used to that new last name Adriana has. Uh, she took and she took out Tashler in parentheses. So yeah, she's, what the hell is that old? She, she took out a old name. Not man, she's in love. No question about she's it. She's forgotten love. where she's come I'm from. Love, <laughs> yeah, right, Jerry. No question about it. That's right. Uh, we've seen Jones control his fumble issue, but when it comes to interceptions, it isn't until after he's thrown one or two we then see him throw the ball away. That's a very astute point. Why do you think he's delayed in his reaction to throw it away? Because of Duke, is he used to just trying to make plays? That's another good question. Adriana, yeah, he had nothing around him. Um, so I think that is part of it. I think I remember the bowl game against Temple. He had six touchdowns, but he had like three horrible interceptions where I was like, oh, God. I mean, he's just throwing it up for grabs. So I, maybe that's part of it. That's a hell of a point. He's so programmed to try to make things happen, right? Right. It's possible, you know. Uh, he better get rid of that program pretty quick, though. <laughs> the only program he's going to be looking at is from the seats one day. Do we have so, so many good questions tonight? Vince Bucciatello. Vince, I always do that. Vince, Vince Bucciolato. Sorry. Italian name guy. I know. I say Bucciatello. I don't know why. That's terrible. Sorry, Vince. I feel like folks are very impatient today, and it takes a while for most quarterbacks to develop. How long do you think is reasonable for a quarterback to have before deciding to move on? Oh, Vince, hell of a question in this day and age. I'm going to go to you first, Chris. Well, Vince, with the salary cap situation and wanting to win with quarterbacks not making $30 million a year, they don't get much time, bud. Yeah. You get a couple of years, that's it, brother. That amazing. The, the days of four and five years, as we know, ever since the cap hit, is long gone. You get a couple. Hey, Jerry, look, prime example, okay? Yeah. yeah. This, this heavy word coming out of Miami, heavy, heavy word coming out of Miami. They can deny it all they want. But a lot of good insiders are saying this, that this whole tour thing is an audition. They want to see if they got the right guy. Get the hell out of here. Because they got Houston Texans high picks. Oh, my God, really? And they're not totally sold on Tua. They want to make sure that he's the guy, brother. That's great. Then Why? They would, they would, wait a minute. Oh my, that's. Jerry. Wow. Trust me. Trust me. This is the word coming out of Miami. And Flores denied it this week. He's like, oh, that, oh no, that's not true. But that's the word coming out of Miami is that they actually want to look at Tua to make sure he's their guy because the, the Texans are probably going to win three games and Miami has their number one pick. And that was after trading for Josh Rosen last year. Not that he was the answer, but they, they traded for him for a reason. They realized he wasn't the guy. And then they tra drafted Tua. And now, wow, that's unbelievable. And we and if we say anything about Jones, people sometimes go like, oh, you're getting a little more time. I'm just telling you. That's <laughs> no, the word coming out of Miami. I know. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. Look at you. Uh, like so NFL insider, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, now look, look, Flores was asked that this week. Yeah. Hey, Brian, is this an audition? Are you guys want to see what you got here because you have high picks? And, oh, no, that's not true. You know, of course they got to say no, you know? Yeah. But that's the word coming out of Miami. That they're not totally sold on Tua, dude. 
Yeah. They want to see what they got. All right. Yep. Uh, and now that, the point being is that the guy asked a question, how many years? Well, you know what? In today's salary cap era, hmm. it, your quarterback gets a couple of years. I agree too. That's it. This That's isn't it. Phil Sims anymore. Will you wait five years? And back in the day, you wait four or five. Oh, Aaron Rodgers sat behind far for three years and all that. That doesn't happen anymore. I, I agree, dude. I think, I think it's two years. It's a couple of, They're going to look at how Jones finishes this season. And Joe Judge and either the new GM or Gettleman are going to sit down and they're going to have a long discussion. And Jason Garrett, if he's around, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, whatever, uh, they're going to have a long discussion about is Jones our guy? Yep. Because what, Jerry, there's a couple of kids coming out, right? Oh, there's a few. So, there's, there's, uh, it's not just Trevor Lawrence, guys. Justin Fields, Trey Lance. And um, a couple of people are very high on this BYU kid. They said he's uh, Dave Syverson calls him Tony Romo. He's Tony Romo's clone. Oh, you must have hated that. <laughs> not with his announcing. You were the only play. guy in a, on, on the planet that thought Tony Romo wasn't good. <laughs> I haven't heard of the kids announcing. So well, you're blowing off, You're just blowing off what I just said? <laughs> a little, yeah. yeah. Not only did you think Tony Romo wasn't a good quarterback, <clears throat> right? No, I thought he was a good you quarterback. You also don't think he's a good announcer on top of it. I thought he was a careless quarterback. I thought he was very good, but he was. He, he had some killer turnovers. He was a heart attack kind of quarterback. Especially that baby in the end zone in 07. That's right. There it is. Good throw, Tony. RW. <laughs> nice throw, Tony. Nice under route by RW, baby. That's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Fleck asked about Logan Ryan. Yeah, that's what we said before. Good question. All things Giants. What's your greatest concern with the team organization? And what do you, well, we feel good about Judge, but what's our biggest concern with the organization? Appreciate the coverage and content, especially during these trying times on and off the field. Thanks, that's man. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much for that question. My big, you, can I answer this first, Jerry? You go. My biggest concern mm -hmm. for this organization: the Giants have a top four pick, and Dave Gettleman is making a pick. Yeah, good call. I agree. Yeah, because because got, Dave Gettleman, it's got to be right. Because Dave Gettleman had the fourth overall pick this year, and right now he's he took the worst of the four tackles coming out. Yeah. And, and when people laughed at me, and people, oh, oh, he's Eric Flowers, 2.0. But you see what Becton's doing on Sunday afternoons, brother? Yeah. You see what the NFL's talking about him? He's destroying people out there. Yep. I'll give you credit. You liked him the best and took some friggin' heat for that. I liked, I liked, I liked, I liked, I liked, I liked yeah. Werfs. That was my guy. Well, how's he doing? Very well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you know, we all women it, okay, SEC and all that. But right now, he looks like the worst one. Now, look, there's a lot of time left in his game. We know that, you know? Yeah. But, hey, Jerry, think of it this way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, if you were the GM right now, are you taking Thomas over Becton? No. Or Werfs? Uh, No. No. Is anybody with a sane mind? Right, that that isn't you know dribbling out of the side of their mouth and looking at a full moon and howling, saying, "Oh yeah, I'll take Thomas over Becton." No, come on, man, come on. Yeah. So I look at that, and you look at Jones right now, right, and you say, "Well, we're still up in the air whether or not he's a franchise kid, right?" Yep. Okay, that was another high pick. Mm. All right, six, so, guys, six overall in case any of you forgot. <laughs> so am I am I wrong for saying? Okay, if they finish in the top four pick again this year, I don't want Gettleman really picking this. No, you're right, and I agree with you. Big concern for me too, pal. Great call. Good answer. 
Um, New York and L.A. Hey, Chris and Jerry, do you guys think Shane Lemieux's future is on the right side or the left side of the line? I'm indifferent. I don't know if you saw anything different, Chris. Um, I, well, I would say right now, uh, Zyla won't be back next year, so I'll say the right side of the line. Okay, and they're going to try to make Will Hernandez be good soon, right? Year three? No, we'll still. Oh, you talk about the rest of this year or the future? The future. I'm just saying year, next year they'll try to make Will Hernandez work at guard and not try oh, and upgrade yeah, that. The question, oh, right, the question was for the future. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you mentioned Lemieux going to the right side. I'm just asking you, would they try to upgrade left guard or no? Well, I think Will plays out his rookie contract. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. All right. Uh, more Jones um, questions about. Okay, here we go. Kyle Johnson. Do you think McKinney will take over the free safety spot immediately when he returns? Probably not. And <laughs> Kyle, we don't they'll answer probably, political they'll probably questions. Work, they'll probably work him in, Kyle. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, here we go. Good news. Good news at Good News. Hey, guys. After playing so well last week after the Bucks, <laughs> do you think it gives this team enough momentum to start winning these games without a nail-biter against worse teams like Washington? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Good news. I don't know if Washington's a worse team than us, so that's a big assumption right there. Uh, I, I just think it, it gives us enough momentum to know that we can hang with anybody with our coaching, with, with, with the game plan. How about that? Talent-wise, No. But I think it gives us enough momentum to say, you know what, we can hang with these teams. And the Rams game showed them that. Um, you know, the Dallas game, look, Dallas wasn't good, but they had Dak for most of the game, right? And they were scoring on offense. They scored on defense. So they're in these games, you know? So. Jerry, somebody told me inside the building this week, mm. okay? Yeah. That this is the most enthusiastic 1-7 team they've ever seen. Good. Good. You That's know, great. Like, like this, even though they're 1-7. Right. But there's vet. Look, when you're one and seven, right, Jerry? Yeah. Who checks out really? Who starts checking out a little bit the first? Uh, at at first is the veterans. Mm. A lot of veterans are like, ah, oh, we're one and seven, and uh, you know uh, this ain't happening, and you know all. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You know, I, you know, I, I, I'm secure contract wise. You know, right, whatever. You know, still. You know. These guys, the veterans, from what I understand, the veterans, they're fired up. Like they see so much good in this building. Yeah. You know what they look at it right now, Jerry? They mm -hmm. look at it like, and it's, you say to yourself, all right, Chris, well, it's all about winning. We know that. But as they look at it like they're doing everything right but getting that W at right, the end. You right, right, right. Saying? Guys like Logan Ryan, right? I mean, that's a perfect example of somebody who seems to love it here, and they're one in seven. And I really hope they re-sign him next year. But I would think a guy like that, right? Right. I mean, he talks about it all the time, Logan. He's like, man, we're just a little bit away this and that, like, who knows better than him coming from New England, right? Right. Well, you know, come, we're just a little bit here and there away, but we're fired up, man. We feel we could do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the feeling in the building. Now, of course, it always comes down to you have to win games. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not denying that, you know? I'm just telling you what I, what I hear, Jerry, what I see and what I feel when I talk to these guys on Zoom and all that, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I mean, last year at this time, yeah. I was in the locker room every day, and I knew the feeling in the locker room. And they didn't give up on Sherman. Don't get me wrong, Jerry. Right. They never gave up on Sherman, you know? Right. But there was that feeling like, ah, okay, we're going to be 4-12. I mean, there were times where last year, I mean, I, we joked, like, how the hell are we going to do a podcast this week? Twice. Like, what the right. hell are we going to talk about? Right. And it was just doom and gloom all the time. So. so. Yeah, you get the feeling. It's a different feeling this year. Yeah. This coaching staff. That's all it. I could say. You it's can a see different it. feeling. 
A few more, some really good ones. Big Blue UK, great question here. Hey, Jerry, Jerry, I'm yeah. sorry, Jerry. One second, please. Yeah, 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 go ahead. When I was in the locker room last year towards the end of the year, I, and I'll never say the names, but there was, trust me, there was a few guys, when I asked them about Sherman and their coaching game plans, mm. guys rolled their eyes. You remember I told you this, Jerry? I remember? know, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not, you know. Right. Guys rolled their eyes like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> That's so bad. I, and, and folks, I don't know if you remember that last year's podcast with me and Jerry. I don't know, but I did tell Jerry will remember because he remembers shit like that, uh, stuff like this. <laughs> you remember I said that, Jerry, right? I do. I, I wish I was in a damn locker room this year because I have a feeling when I say, you know, what about this? Then no way was anybody going to roll their eyes towards me. No, right. And trust me, folks, last year. Now, they didn't give up on Shermer. They didn't They didn't throw the towel and they played hard. Right. But there was guys rolling their eyes. They were just out, they were just out coached and out talented last year. Yeah, there was guys. When I, you know, I used to get some guys on the side go, well, what was this about? You know, on that third. And they just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that's awesome. That's, unfortunately, that's the stuff you miss not being in a locker room. Um, you get that feel, you know. So, yeah. But I have a, I, I'm pretty confident, Jerry, if I did that this year, guys wouldn't be like that. Um, Big Blue UK with a great question. Hey guys, first time, long time. I love Dalvin Tomlinson, and I know you guys are high on him too. So he asked, what ballpark are we in to extend him? And he said, if the cap goes down, I like this part of the question better. Will it be a choice between him and Leonard Williams? Obviously, it would be great to keep both. Hashtag buffoon crew UK. That is such a good question. I'm not going to give you numbers on Dalvin Tomlinson because I don't want to speculate anything. But how hard, what, Chris, it's going to be hard to keep both. And what would, what would you yeah. do? You got to look, Lenny's price tag will be high. You got to let him walk. Wow. You know, but, you know, he's really playing well. And I tell you what, Jerry, Dalvin Thomason is really playing well, too. Yeah, man. he is. I'm watching him on film shed blockers, take on two guys, shed and get, get, he's playing well, man. Yeah. He's playing well, you yeah. know. Um, so, you're not going to sign both. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody gets a contract, it'll be Dalvin for sure. Um, you know, um, but we don't know what's going to happen because of the cap and COVID times, right. you know? Right. So, and don't think it's a lock to sign Dalvin for a second contract because nobody knows what's going to happen, Jerry, with the salary cap in the money. And here's He's, another, here's another thing. I think this, yeah. I think it changes with a different GM. I think if Gettleman's here, I think he does everything he can to keep Leonard Williams and let's mm-hmm. Dalvin Tomlinson walk. I think if it's a new GM, I think they keep Dalvin Tomlinson. That's what I think. Oh, you, oh so you think that if um, if Gettleman stays, they don't, even though he's like a hog molly guy in that middle. On that oh, I think he'll do everything he can to keep Leonard Williams and save face for that trade still. I do. Oh, oh I understand. You think he's going to, oh, I got you, brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, interesting point. Yeah. Interesting point. But I, 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 if I could, I'd keep both. But that's how I, I've done a 180 with Leonard Williams since that trade. Not a 180. I always thought he was a good player. It just didn't work out with the Jets. But he's been really good for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a couple of questions. I just want to read them because they're hilarious. We don't have to answer them. Oots at Ma- hashtag Mamba forever. Uh, why do the Giants hate Wayne Gallman so much? <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. Two, Steve Schaudel asks, has there been a quarterback that's been given more excuses than Jones? And this guy, Tom from... Tom at Tom, not from MySpace answers. I'll answer you. Yes. Sam Darnold and Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, these guys well, are great. First of all, the Giants don't hate Wayne Gallman. Um, um, but Wayne has a tendency to take the wrong hole. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right? There you go. Um, he's not, look, Wayne's running hard. He's doing, but there's, 
he's 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 leaving some yards on the field. He's right. leaving some meat on the bone, as they like to say. Right. Um, I see it. Right. I see it. You know. Um, the Jones thing. Uh, the giant inside of me and Jerry aren't, aren't making excuses for Daniel Jones. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, and I think I I think that the, it's Judge. Judge's not gonna throw his plays under the bus. I think the, the you know what the Monday you weren't there the Monday you were you were at the game the Monday night crew was just drooling over everything Daniel Jones did for really? until yeah yeah they were it was it was yeah, pretty so funny maybe Lewis Reddick's trying to line himself up for the uh, that's what I thought too I'm like wow for somebody who doesn't really like Jones publicly he's kissing his ass tonight so uh, maybe he's trying to line himself up exactly oh. yep yeah um yeah. a couple more big blue VCRs does the addition of Pettis pull Peppers off the punt return duty to focus only on defense full time. And could it potentially put Ballantyne's spot in jeopardy if he's returning kicks too, since it seems like Ballantyne has regressed? Yeah, well, I think you probably sort of last at Ballantyne anyway. I think Deion Lewis is going to handle that, you okay. know, yeah. um, like he did last game. And yeah, no, Pettis is going to get some looks when he's active. No yeah. question about it, you yeah. know. Um, they like Pep back there too, but they, they probably feel Pettis is an upgrade. Um, but let's see. Let's see. He hasn't done anything in the NFL, Pettis. He's been a second round pick. He hasn't done crap for the 49ers a couple of years. So. But they're going to give him a look. No question about it. He'll get a shot. Fuzz at run, Saquon run. Uh, halfway through the season, wherever we exceeded expectations, we, we kind of said that. On each side of the ball, there you go. We didn't talk about it on offense. Also, biggest negative surprise on each side. I'll give you my, my negative on defense is, you know, we talk about him all the time, not to pick on him, but I just thought with a new coaching staff to maybe be able to do something with him was Corey Ballantyne. I, I didn't think he'd be this bad. I thought they could do something with him, not in the slot, but maybe he could fill in for, you know, Baker and Beal not being there. But I've been utterly and completely disappointed and absolutely shocked that he's been that bad. Negative on offense, I, I still can't believe with a new offensive line coach that Will Hernandez isn't better. And I, we loved Colombo coming in. I just, I'm stunned at how bad um, Will Hernandez has looked this year. So, um, Look, uh, my negative on offense is a couple of guys. Um, I'm not going to bury the Nanders there. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you, Jerry, as far as I don't think he's been that bad. Okay. You know? uh, I just don't think he's played up the expectations. Right. Right. As he's number two, he's a second round pick, Jerry. Right. Has he played like a second round pick? No, nope. he hasn't. You know, so, but I'm not going to bury him, but Hey, Jerry, listen, man, I got to be honest with you. The biggest negative to me on this offense it's been Daniel Jones. I know. That's so true. We expected a lot more in his second year. Yeah. I, I have to go with Jones, dude. Mm. Right? I, I hate to say it, but it's the same old crap. Yeah. You know? Come out come out Sunday, throw for 290 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and start turning this crap around, man. Because, he, you know, Jerry, he's been the biggest negative in my eyes. I would say positive on offense. I'd go Nick Gates. Positive on offense? Um, Nick Gates, yeah, let's see. Yeah, especially the last three, four weeks has been good. Damn good. Um, positive on offense? Yeah, yeah. You know what, Jerry? Um, yeah, there's not many, right? I mean, Slayton's play well, but yeah, I guess the biggest positive. Well, I'm sorry, surprise, right? Surprise, Jerry? yeah. Oh, I, you good, know good positive surprise, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go with Gates. Yeah. And I'm going to go, even though he's played limited snaps, but he came out of nowhere to me, is Matt Pert, too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, real good one. 
Now, that's limited snaps. I understand yeah. that's not 60 snaps a game. I get it. Yeah. But to me, when they drafted this kid, everybody was telling me, well, you got to wait. Yeah, Parrott's a good one. I mean, for limited snaps, everybody was telling me about, you know, he's a project. He's not going to be ready to play this year. No question about it. He's played pretty good when he's been in there, man. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, all right, two more because they're good. There's uh, a really good one. No mercy at leveling up three. How do you think Judge would have handled OBJ's antics? It's <laughs> a great question. Could he have handled um, him? Could he have made it uh, work? Uh, well, probably, you know what? Probably not. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to canonize Judge a saint, but at the same time, I, that's a very good question. Interesting question. Yeah. 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 Probably, uh, probably, he probably would have talked, you know, tried it a couple of times and then, uh, I don't know, you know, probably not. <laughs> yeah. When he, because, you know, the perception with Odell a lot was all about me, all about me, you know? Yep. And that's not what Judge is building here. Um, here's a nice one. Madi Othman, Chris and Jerry, your podcast. The only thing keeping me going is a Giants fan. Love you guys. Chris, can you pass this message to Jones and tell him to stop backing up five to 10 yards and throwing the football off his back foot for a miracle play? It kills me. All right. Last question. Here we go. Thank you, Madi. Appreciate that. Uh, only a giant at Giants only 1925. If we pick at number two, Chris, put you on the spot. Mm. Do we take a quarterback, A, B, Sewell, he's the, uh, the Oregon kid, the left tackle. C, Jamar Chase, or D, trade back? Um, if we're picking it two. Well, if we're going to – I can't say nothing about the quarterback yet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just don't know, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. But if we, stay, if we keep Jones, mm-hmm. I, I would have no problem taking that Chase kid, man. Yeah, I, I happen to think... Um, I don't think they're going to give up on Thomas right away, Jerry. They Even though Sewell is an Anthony Munoz type, they wouldn't move Thomas yeah. to the right. Re- I mean, you know what? You got they Thomas might. and Pierre. Yeah, so I don't know. That's a good one. That's They tough. might, Jerry. Look, they might. That's a tough one. <sighs> it depends know? who's picking, too. I mean, Dave yeah. Gutterman's not going to admit his mistakes. If, he, if you consider them mistakes, Gutterman will not admit it with Jones. He won't admit it with Thomas. So it's going to be Jamar Chase, and, and he doesn't trade back. A new GM comes in, could be anybody. I'm predicting now, if a new GM comes in, what I'm predicting, it's going to be a quarterback. Boom. There you go. Mm-hmm. There it is. Well, that's, that's not a bad prediction. We'll see. Unless it's Kevin Abrams. <laughs> we got all these scenarios. <laughs> nah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's, we'll I think see. it's quarterback. So. Yeah, but you know what, Jerry? Yeah. Judge is going to have a heavy say in this, man. Yep. Yeah, he is, and he deserves it. He should. Yeah, he's going to be like, whoa, you know. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, this is who I want, who I don't want. And I'm telling you, man. Yep. I, I, you know, he's going to, this guy, Judge, I think he's proven himself during the course of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to have a heavy, it's not going to be like, you know, get him and, oh, we're going to take this guy. Oh, yeah, okay, that sounds good. No, I think Judge is like, no, Dave, I'm telling you what we're doing. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Dave's around. Dude, yeah, good know. stuff, buddy. Anything else? Order a subscription to The Giant Insider. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. Remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Here comes win number two. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.